0: Hey everybody, this is Doug Benson and you're listening to the Grow From Your Heart podcast hosted by my buddy, Rasta Jeff. welcome to the show podcast world i'm your host rasta jeff this is episode 809 of the grow from your heart podcast once again we've got a great show lined up for you in this episode i'm going to give away free seeds who doesn't want free seeds hang out. We'll talk more about the free seeds later in this episode. If I do owe you free seeds from a previous episode, please send me an email at growfromyourheart@hotmail.com. Put the word prizes in the subject line. Let me know what episode number you won the seeds on and send me a real shipping address. I will get your seeds out to you. I do know I owe a couple of people some free seeds still. Thank you guys for all the love and support and great feedback and comments you've been leaving on the YouTube channel. There are so many great comments. Every comment has been positive. I do appreciate that. You guys keep the conversation going down there in the comments, hang out, meet one another. It's been so positive to see good comments. All right, I don't want to ramble too long. I've got a lot of great messages here in front of me. Of course, this message came from the grow help tab on irigenetics.com. This one came from a new friend that I recently met in the discord server. Big shout out to my new friend. You did not put a name which you want Said on here, so I will not say a name. You will know who you are when you hear the message. Uh, this one came from the Grow Help tab. If you go to irigenetics.com, there will be a tab. It says Grow Help or Grow Questions. Click on that, type in your Grow Question, send me your question. If I read your question here on the podcast, that means that you win a free pack of I read genetics Premium seeds. So this question came from my new friend who I also met on the Discord. It goes a lot like this It says, Hey, Rasta Jeff. Hey, my new friend, it was a pleasure and an honor to meet you. I hope your vacation goes well, by the way. It does go on. It says, I hope this email finds you irie, everything irie. It's been a beautiful day, a beautiful month. Uh, It's been great. It goes on, though. It says, I've been an avid listener for about a year now, and I finally have a question I feel would be worth an email and maybe even to read on the show. I thought this was a great question and a timely question as well. Also, I should mention that part of the font got cut off, so some of the words here at the end of the sentences are gone. I don't know why my printer made new margins. Uh, Technology got me this time. I'm just going to blame it on the printer, but I'm going to do my best to read the message. It says, uh, shout out to you and the Irie Direct Discord Gromies for always being so generous with your knowledge. Ah, uh, that's what we are there for. We're trying to make everybody uh, the best grower that we can all be. So thanks for joining us. It's a great time to have you there. Everybody else, if you're not on the Discord server, come join us, come hang out. Discord's a good time. There will be a link in the show notes and in the video description. Come hang out. It is a good time over there. Also, if you're testing my seeds, please do post those on l discord server where was i there's more to this i'm getting myself way lost it says i credit you all for so much of my grow how not to mention a bun answering a bunch of questions that have helped me out through this grow i'm glad that we're able to help you out i'm glad you found us i'm glad we found you Now it says, for my question, this is a really good question also. I'm glad somebody brought this up. It says, this is my first Irie run ever. Well, thank you. Thanks for growing my stuff. It says, I'm growing a round of Lemon Jeffrey, Orangegasm, and Chemical Cocktail. You've got quite a beautiful variety there. It says, I'm currently uh, 41 days into flower. This was received quite a while ago. Uh, You are uh, probably, by the time I'm reading this, by the time this comes out, you will be about 55 days into flower, I estimate, by the time this comes out. I'm sorry. I was a little behind on the recording schedule. Already had shows planned and scheduled and recorded. Had to catch up. I apologize. You guys, if I haven't read your message, have no fear. Uh, I try to do as many as I can in a show and I'm recording ahead. So your message may have already been read, just not put on the podcast yet. May not have put it up on YouTube. Stay tuned. Let me get back into this message. This is going to be a long question. If I don't get focused here, it says, um, so they're about day. She's about day 55 ish into flower. It says, I tend the garden while I'm away. So that leaves me with limited. Oh, let's see. Um, so there is part of this cutoff. Some part of the sentence is cut off here because I said my printer went wonky on me. Uh, that's a good excuse. Uh, I do know the situation here. I'm sure it says, I plan to go on vacation uh, and I have no one to tend the garden while I'm away. So that leaves me with limited options. I'm sure that's what it's meant to say just based on a conversation we had. Uh, it says, I would hate to cut the girls down early, but I would also hate to have issues while I'm gone. Uh, Then it's cut off. But then it goes on with should I and this is where they present a few options. I love this when somebody has already done some thinking, put some thought into it. They just want a little bit of uh, reaffirmation, encouragement, reinforcement on what they're thinking. This is a beautiful strategy. Uh, so the options that our friend has come up with on their own says, uh, should I harvest early and turn my bedroom into a moist fridge for two weeks? Now, if you're going on vacation very soon, I don't know exactly when you're leaving, but I remember based on our, our, uh, conversation on discord that I was thinking this was not the option. You're going to leave way too early. If you chop them down before you leave, uh, you're just cutting down plants way too early. I would rather do one of the options I see later on the list because that way we do at least get an option for success. At this way, when we cut them down this early, uh, you've still got somewhere between 12 and 20 days to go by the time this episode comes out, and you're gonna be on vacation when that happens uh these plants will not uh, if you cut them down early they will not be worth a shit, in my opinion and i would rather uh you've already wasted veg time and you've wasted 55 days of flowering time that means uh electricity nutrients also possibly felonies based on your location i'm not sure exactly where you are in the rules there but Um, you've already gotten so far. Let's not cut it down early. Let's go too long. If that is our option, it says I could also even harvest earlier and try to dry it before I leave. No, that's cutting you down like another 10 to 14 days, even earlier. Uh, I still don't like that. You're going the wrong direction. I like this option that you came up with. Uh, this one says, should I water the day before I leave? Yes, this is what I would do. When I read this, I got excited. This is how I would do it. Uh, water the day before I leave. Let the 12-12 light schedule continue for a week, then have them scheduled to turn off and start the plants drying in darkness. Uh, And then, of course, it does cut off part of the damn sentence here, but I understand what you're going to do. Let the plants dry whole darkness for two weeks while I'm gone uh, at 60% uh, uh, 60 relative humidity and 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, That is... That is probably what I would do. I would even, this may sound weird because I preach a lot of opposite stuff, but to make this crop even more successful, to stretch out your watering time and prolong the life of these plants while you're gone and make this plan work, I would water them the day before you're like, right as late as possible before you leave the very last option, um, I like to put larger saucers under my plants. If I'm growing in a three-gallon pot, I'll put a five-gallon, like a saucer that would normally go under a five-gallon pot. I'll water the plant heavily, then I will overwater it until that saucer is completely full. So I've got the uh, the soil or medium is completely saturated. Then I've got that tray underneath it, which is also saturated. That'll just keep waking up into that plant. You'll get a couple of days out of it that way, depending on the size of the original pot and the size of the backup water. People are gonna say, you're gonna overwater and drown the plant. Not if they're big established plants, if they're big enough, this won't be a problem. Just a little bit of them is down in the water. The top part will dry up. They'll get plenty of oxygen. This will work. So I would water them right before you leave Overwater them a little bit. Put those big saucers under there. You've got the right idea. Flip the lights to 1212, but I would put them on 11 hours on and 13 hours off. I know I preach a lot of different things, but in this situation, this is going to be ideal. What this will do is this will extend your water that is in those pots by just maybe even a day, maybe two days, but that's what you want. You want that water there as long as you can get it at this point. That's gonna buy you over six days. That's six days less light that you're getting to these plants that is going to create humidity and and heat in that room. It's gonna make the plants uh, drink more. The water is going to go away is what I'm saying. So maybe consider going to 11 hours on and 13 hours off to extend that water in the room. DJ Short has taught us to turn the lights to 1113 a long time ago. It seems to work for a lot of plants. I do preach an opposite technique, but guess what? Both do have their pros and cons. This time, it is a pro for the 1113. So this does go on. It says, water them the day before I leave. Uh, Flip the light schedule to 1113 is what I would do. Then yeah, then you're gonna have at least a week of them getting watered, four or five, maybe six or seven days, depending on. Again, I don't know the uh, the conditions in the room, the amount of soil, the size of pots, but you're gonna get four, maybe five, maybe seven, maybe ten days worth of water out of this. Then while you're gone, the plants will run out of water. Then they're going to slowly die on the stick. Uh, but that that could be probably your best option, right? Because you're not gonna cut them down early; they will finish. Uh, It it does sound sketchy. The leaves are going to look like shit when you come back. The plants are going to look a little bit funky, but you're not growing for leaves. We're growing for harvestable, smokable buds. The buds are going to be great. This is what we're going to do anyway. We're going to let the plant grow. We were going to cut it down and hang it upside down until it died. We're just not going to cut it. We're going to let it do. I've done this a long time ago. I called it stick curing. I felt like I may have invented something new. Honestly, I just, I had, I I poorly timed some shit and I didn't have a dry room. So I let this room flower and then there's other shit in my dry and cure room. And I was like, well, I'll just let that plant fucking stay in there and die. It'll die eventually. And it did. The plant definitely did die. And then I just went and cut the leaves off of it and we smoked it. We dried it, cured it and smoked it. I called it stick curing. It already started drying on the stick. It tasted really good. That weed got us really, really high. It was quality weed for what it had to go through. I would rather you have uh, this weed that goes a little bit long and gets dry and kind of falls apart and the leaves already fall off of it by the time you get home, then cut down something that's just fluffy dandelions, not even fully formed buds worth looking at, worth smoking. Uh, this I think this would be a better option. So um, yes, yeah, stick, cure it, uh, water that shit right before you leave, let it grow. It'll die while you're gone. Depending on how long you're gone, I wouldn't imagine you're gone for more than two weeks, maybe 17 days is what most people go out of town for. Uh, you'll be right back. So yeah, I think it'll dry up. It'll start to get a little bit crispy by the time you're gone. When you come home, leave it standing and pull off all the leaves. Any leaf that is still on there, just take it. You might want to put some supports in it. If you can get some steaks, some sticks, because as they die, they may start tipping over. So stake them up if you can. That may be your best bet there. Give them some support. But uh, water the shit out of them. Go out of town. Set your conditions to go off in about a week. Uh, let that light go off. Let it cook for a week with no lights. If you can put a camera in there and watch it. That wouldn't be a bad idea. You can get a cheap camera on Amazon that you can open up on your phone while you're in Italy and you can look and see like, are the plants, are the leaves up? Are they down? Are they all the way down? Are they yellow? Are they brown? Are they falling off? Then you can decide uh, how to adjust that timer. I don't know what your timer is on. I've got timers that attach to my phone and all kinds of other shit. So uh, maybe you can adjust to that. But you've got the right idea. Water them fucking go home when you get back, pull off all those leaves, then chop them, then dry and cure and harvest as usual. They'll be a little bit dry already. You're getting a little bit ahead of yourself, uh, especially in that 60-60 room. That is going to be great. So there are questions with the question. It says, is it possible to trigger self-seeding if the whole plant is left in darkness for too long? Uh, Anything is possible, but I don't think it's going to happen within that week. Uh, If it does happen, the seed won't have any time to form. You're going to cut it down before that seed uh, even does anything. It takes six to eight weeks to make a seed fully form. So with just a few days, you're not going to have much there to worry about. Um, I doubt that it will happen. That is more likely more common if you were to leave the uh, the light on too long and let it flower too long. I think the dark will kind of actually may help you prevent that from happening. So that may be a good thing but like I said, anything is fucking possible. These are cannabis plants and nature does find a way is another thing I always say, but I think, uh, I think you'll be just fine there. Something else I haven't thought of. No, I think, uh, I think you've got the right idea. I've met you. You're a very intelligent person. You seem to think things through. You've got the right idea. Uh, the team gave you a lot of feedback and input the day that we were there. I think, uh, you're going to make it through. I really hope you just go have fun on your vacation. I know where you're going. I hope you have a beautiful time. I may have accidentally said where you're going here on the show. If I did, I'll try to bleep it. Uh, But go have fun. Enjoy yourself. See the sights, eat the food, meet the people, Uh, see the art. I know where you're going. It says, let me know how my girls look when you think, oh, I looked at the pictures. You've got a ways to go. Uh, You definitely have a little ways to go. Those plants are all uh, longer finishers than a lot of the other stuff. So you got plenty of time. Uh, Then it said, we'd love to know your thoughts. Yeah. uh, Great question. Great garden. Uh, Your house is beautiful. We saw your video on uh, the discord there. Everything looks great. Um, there are a lot of grow details here. I don't need the grow details. Really. We've got a strategy is what I think, uh, we needed. If you had some way to auto water these plants, that would be all the grow details I needed. But I feel like we answered the question. Uh, I hope you have a beautiful time on your vacation. If you see this episode before you go, uh, join us on the discord. If not, uh, I hope to see some pictures and details of the trip when you get back jump in the discord let me know how it goes also let me know how the plants look when you came back and also let me know what strategy you chose to go with maybe you'll hear this podcast while you're on the plane that'll be really awkward if you've already left I try to time it well. Anyway, thank you for the great message. Also, I will send you a free pack of seeds. I can wait until you get back. So send me your address when you do return from your vacation. I will get you a free pack of Irie genetic seeds. It looks like you're running some Irie now. It'd be an honor to get you some more Irie gear that you could run without an interruption. All right. I'm quite rambly today. This is going to be a long podcast if we don't get my shit focused up. I've got another message. This one also did come from the Grow help tab on the Irie Genetics website. Once again, if I read your message on the show, you will get a free pack of seeds. If you've got a grow question, please go to iriegenetics.com, find that grow help tab, type in your question, hit send, when I read it on the show, ding 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 ding, you will get some free Ire genetics premium seeds this one came from my friend billy billy you win seeds dude billy d please send me your shipping address because i want to send you a free pack of seeds this one says i just finished a small breeding project with your gear and i am very excited very excited. me too bro it goes on it says i hit a golden goat leaning pheno of shredder oh that's fucking awesome dude uh the shredder's a great one it's goat leaning with orange gasm pollen so you've got uh, you've got blueberry cookies. You've got platinum tangy. You got golden goat times two in there, uh, bro. That's going to be a vigorous, potent and terpy freaking plant. That is a good mix there. Good idea. I'm glad you did that. Uh, then he says, I only got five seeds, but they are huge. And then he sent me a picture. Uh, the seeds look like uh, small marbles. These are gigantic ganja seeds. Uh, he said, have you ever seen seeds this big from either parent? Uh, the true answer is yes. Some of the golden goat backcross cross seeds come out very huge and you've got golden goat in here twice. So we're putting a lot of that golden goat vigor in there. So that probably is a golden goat trait. Also the blueberry cookies makes giant seeds. You'll notice the blueberry butcher and blue raspberry truffle seeds are all huge. Also. Uh, yeah, those seeds are huge. Is that the, where's the blueberry, the, uh, the golden goat shredder Uh, yeah, that was the blueberry cookies. All right. Just making sure over here. I make so many things, you guys, I get confused, but the blueberry cookies does make giant seeds. So yes, uh, there was a lot of potential for gigantic seeds in there. Um, on the opposite, anything I cross with the Durban poison makes little tiny seeds most of the time. So, uh, that's just a variation that's going on there. But sometimes when I do the Durban poison outside, I get bigger seeds it's just the way that science and nature want to play together. There's more. It says, I can't freaking wait to pop these for the next grow, bro. I hope to see pictures. If you get a winner, uh, maybe name it something cool and send me a fucking cut, bro. What was the bad ninja turtle? Remember there was a ninja turtle and they made one that was like their cousin and he came out with fangs and shit. He was still a turtle, but he was kind of wild. He's like a snapping turtle. Name it that, okay? Okay. Um, it goes on. It says for size comparison, that is a shredder seed next to one of the dinosaur eggs. Yeah, they were giant, bro. I will give you credit. Those were big seeds. It said, I can't wait to see what sprouts. I'll also be running some table seeds as well. Hope you had a great fourth, bro. My fourth was excellent. It's good to hear from you. I hope to see pictures of the table seeds. People are going, what are table seeds, bro? If you have not been following along for a long time, uh, I do put out a product I call table seeds. Sometimes I sit at my desk. Sometimes I sit right here. Sometimes I got another cozy location with a chair where I will package up seeds all day. I'll spend all day just getting a jar of seeds or a bag of seeds or a bin of seeds and putting those into packs of either 5, 6, 12, 50, depends on what I'm doing, right? But I just package up seeds all day. Sometimes when I'm done, I will discover that maybe like right along here, along the iPad stand, or maybe along here by the microphone stand, I dropped a few seeds along the way. I don't know what they are because I may have worked with multiple batches of seeds throughout the day, and I do not have confidence to say that these seeds are whatever seeds they are. I don't want to mislabel them, sell them to you, and you get something that is not what you purchased. I put them in a bin and I call them table seeds, just seeds that I picked up off the table that I'm not sure what they are. Then I package them up in just different batches, depending on what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes it's 10 packs. Sometimes it's 15 or 20, throw a few in a bag. And then we sell them on the website for a very low price so that everybody can get some seeds. You don't know what they are, but it could be anything from the Irie genetics lineup. It could be, uh, it could be orange Gasm. it could be lemon Jeffrey. It could also be Mac one to arise it could be jack the ripper to arise it could be um arise f2s it could be anything that i've had on the table within the past amount of time which i was playing with seeds it could be unreleased shit it could be uh pre-release of things that will come out in the future but you never know what's in that bag because it's just shit that i scooped up off the table and i don't uh i don't scoop them up like these from today's batch go into a pack of table seeds they go all into one jar got one little section of table seeds. I shake it up. We mix it. It's like a big bag of, uh, it's like a jelly bean bag there. You never know what flavor you're going to pull out when you grow those, bro. Do let me see. Let me make sure that I've recovered all, read all of this, that I've covered all of this question. Uh, the reason I feel like they are so big is what we're going to call hybrid vigor. I bet those seeds are going to be vigorous. They're going to make giant plants that grow super fast. And I'm sure you're going to have some crazy, amazing terps come out of that The blueberry cookies makes this like tangy, fruity, sour, funky terp. The platinum tangy, of course, is oranges and funk. And then you got that golden goat in there to give you that tropical stuff. All of those plants are vigorous and super potent. That plant's going to be a winner, bro. Good idea to cross that. I hope it goes super well for you. I'm excited to see how it goes as well. Also, my dude, please send me your address because I do owe you that free pack of Irie Genetics premium seeds. All right, let's keep this party moving. I've got one more question here right in front of me. This one also came from the Grow Help tab. This one came from somebody who wants to be called Owen. Big shout out to my new friend, Owen. I do owe you a free pack of seeds. So once again, please send me your shipping address. You guys, when you send me your address, please do put a real name on there. I don't want to send to like Bill's Ganja Farm or fucking Weed Smoker 5000. Put a real name on there, please. It just makes me feel more comfortable packaging up your seeds. This question goes a little bit like this. It says, in regards to cocoa and perlite mix, versus a peat and perlite mix, what is the main difference? There is a major difference there that I can notice right away. Uh, If you were to grab a scoop of, let's start with the peat. If you just reach into a bag and grabbed a scoop of peat, uh, that is going to be a spongy, uh, gooey, moist, organic feeling substance in there. Kind of like you got some, uh, some earth, some foliage, some uh, it's kind of like grabbing a sponge. It's got that spongy texture to it. When you squeeze it, uh, it'll fluff back up. It'll squeeze. It's soft. It's earthy. Uh, it's got that organic feel to it. Perlite, on the other hand, is like grabbing a glass, uh, gr- grabbing a handful of small glass rocks. It's really light for its volume, so it takes up a lot of space and provides air. The peat will suck up water and hold in water and not provide any airspace. The reason I use the perlite in a cocoa mix is to put some separation in the cocoa fibers. There's not enough oxygen in there, so I'll put. At least 30% perlite in a mix of cocoa to make it fluffier, make it a little bit more oxygenated. That way, I feel like when I water all that cocoa, it's going to compress, it's going to compact. All of the oxygen gets pushed out of the top, the roots get squished in there. I feel like those roots strive more strongly if I put some perlite in there and allow just less crushing space and put some air in there. I think that that's what works best for me. So that's what I do. That's the main difference in a perlite and peat mix. Uh, it goes on. It says, can you use microbes in both? Yes, absolutely. You definitely can and should use microbes in both of those mixes. All right. The last part of this question does say, are there any pros and cons versus cocoa versus peat?" Um, yeah, I think if you do the peat in there, it's a different texture, different consistency than the cocoa. It holds water, uh, differently. Uh, it's got a different porosity. Is that even a word? We're going to make that a word now, ding, that's the word of the day. But, uh, it holds water. So you're going to have inconsistent water spots. You're going to have some spots that are more dry, some that are more wet in your container. And I don't like that. I'd rather have smooth, even consistency, wet all the way down this way, drier up toward the top. That's just how it works. That's what I'd rather have other than pockets of peat over here that are more wet than the cocoa that's over here. I just, I, that's not what I would prefer. So uh, the pros and cons are just more consistent watering, uh, more consistent Uh, watering inside the rhizosphere, and more consistent wet and dry times. You're going to get more dry back time with the cocoa. Uh, Also, I believe you get better airflow and better root development if you put a little bit of perlite in there. A minute ago, I did say that I like to do approximately 30% perlite. If I had my way, uh, I would do probably Uh, somewhere between 20% uh, perlite and 10 to 15% persolite, the bigger one, the chunkier one, just to put some chunks in there. Then we would do a whole bunch of the cocoa. I think that gives me about 70 to 65% cocoa left. Then while I'm making that mix, I would put a big scoop of azos in there, give myself some microbes to get started. Then we would plant into that. My dude Owen, thank you for the great question. Please, once again, do send me your shipping address because I owe you a free pack of Irie Genetics Seeds. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have sent me a question, please do not feel discouraged if I did not read it on today's episode. I've got a lot of messages here in front of me, and I've got a lot of podcasts coming out. Got a lot of stuff to look forward to. Keep listening. Keep watching. Maybe I will read your message on a future episode. If you have not yet sent me that question that you're thinking about, you're going, Rasta Jeff, I should ask you this. Bro, go to your computer. Go to your phone right now. Go to iReadyGenetics.com. Find that Grow Help tab. Type in that question. I will do my best to get your question here on the podcast, and you will win (laughs) Thank you. the <laughs> cat free seeds. One big disclaimer, if you're driving, wait till you're parked, bro. Don't do that shit on the interstate. I want you to live to see another show. I think that's all that I have got for you for this episode. I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know I would love to hear from you. My email address is hotmail.com Don't be shy. Send me that feedback. Uh, if you got some hate mail, send it my way. We'll see what we can do. Once again, be sure to send those Grow questions to the grow help tab if you want the free seeds also support the show on patreon i've been giving out patreon coupons for i redirect if you're trying to buy seeds you can save a lot of funds by joining patreon thank you for the patreon support at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Everything else you could possibly need is on my main website at irigenetics.com. There's a link to the discord server. There's a link to the seed vending. Uh, There's a link to other vendors. There's a link to everything you could possibly ask for at irigenetics.com. That is all I've got for you for this episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to an old friend, John Bendit. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me. Mr. Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Big up yourself every time, Mr. Jeff.